This is an ABC podcast. Hi, friends. How's it going? My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time. This is a show where we count down five amazing stories from right around the world. I think you're really going to like the stories I've chosen for you today. I've got a good feeling about it. So, are you ready to get started? Yes, we're ready. Marvellous. Where should we begin? Story number five. There's a special day this weekend. It's one that happens every year on the 25th day of April. Know what it is? Uh, it's my mum's birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday to your mum. But that's not quite the special day I was thinking of. I want to tell you about Anzac Day. It is a time that we remember when the people that have gone to war that have passed away, we remember them. And it is a very, very special day. You wear poppies and remember the people before us that have went to war. Yep. Anzac Day is a time to remember the past and think about all of the people who've helped out during times of war in Australia's history. That's a lot of people. Anzac Day is a time to think about all the effort that Australian men, women and First Nations people went to during these hard times. It's also a day to hope for a peaceful future. That's very um, helpful what the soldiers died for. That's very helpful for love. That's the important thing in the world. You, you still can't see them, but you can still feel them in your heart. That's beautiful. And you're absolutely right. There are lots of ways to remember people on Anzac Day, like the red poppy flower. It's a symbol of remembrance. There are also Anzac Day events with parades, and lines of people marching in their Navy or Army uniforms. Usually these events begin with a dawn service. It starts bright and early, at dawn in fact. It's when the sun rises up. Yep, as the sun slowly rises over the horizon into the sky, there's a minute of silence. It's cold and it's dark. Oh yes, it can be chilly that early in the morning. The dawn service is happening a little bit differently this year because we're all trying to stay at home and stop the spread of the coronavirus. So, instead of getting together for a dawn service, people are going to stand in their driveways or front yards and light a candle. Depending on where you are, you might even get to hear somebody playing the special Anzac song. It's called The Last Post. Musicians right around Australia are going to be playing The Last Post at their homes at 6 o'clock in the morning. Usually, The Last Post is played on an instrument called a bugle. But this year, I'm sure there will be some other instruments too. What are your plans for this Anzac Day? I'm planning to make Anzac biscuits. We are going to make Anzac cookies for Anzac Day. They're going to be very yummy. It's a day you eat Anzacs. Yum! Anzac biscuits are delicious. All right, what story's next? Story number four. Great news, everyone. 
The Darling River is officially flowing. It's one of Australia's biggest rivers, but for almost two years, it hasn't been behaving much like a river at all. It's been dry, and the people who live in towns along the riverbank, who need that precious water, have been having a tough time through this long drought. Do you know what a drought is? Like there's no water. It's where there's no rain and the farmer will have no food for the animals because it doesn't make their plants grow. That's right. Droughts are especially hard for farmers and all the plants and animals they look after. But now there's finally been some good news. After some heavy rain in Queensland and New South Wales, rainwater has been winding its way down the Darling River towards Victoria. And scientists say they reckon the lower Darling River will be a-flowing for at least the next year. It'll make lots of creatures come back. And it's so great. That's why we just want it to go and go and go. If everything goes to plan, soon the Darling River will be bursting with wonderful wildlife. And the people who live in these river towns, they'll have their water again. One group of people who will be very happy are the Barkindji people of Wilcannia in western New South Wales. They call the Darling River the Barker River, and the Barker is a really important part of their culture. So to see it flowing, well, that means it's time to celebrate. Yeah, and put some flags up and, and, and celebrate, maybe we make a, a party. Woohoo! OK, it's time to head on downstream to our next story. Story number three. This week, on the 22nd of April, it was Earth Day. That's all about protecting the environment. One thing that makes this Earth of ours unique and important is how many different kinds of living things call this planet home. From teeny tiny creepy crawlies to enormous majestic blue whales and everything in between. Fish. Turtles, then reindeers, kangaroos, grass. Yup, animals and plants are part of our environment. Having lots of different kinds of them is important because it means we have something called biodiversity. I think it means different types of animals, different types of flowers, like different living things. That's right, biodiversity keeps the planet and everything that lives on it healthy. If we don't look after the planet, everything could die. Because when um, all the fish get killed, it can't go food chain. That's why other things would get killed. That's right. Plants and animals are all connected through the food chain. If a plant or an animal gets taken away or goes extinct, that's like a link of the chain breaking. And a broken chain doesn't work very well. Earth Day is a great opportunity to think of ways to help protect the Earth and make sure we keep all the links of that chain in good working order. Pick up rubbish, then that will really help the animals if you just put it in the bin. And don't cut down trees, that just gives us less oxygen. Turn your lights off at night. We could stop using petrol cars and use electric ones instead and not killing other animals just to eat the meat. 
for the ocean, don't use plastic stuff unless you're going to put it in the bin. Great ideas, everyone. With all the changes that have been going on in our climate, there are more than a million different kinds of plants and animals that are in danger. But it's not too late to fix things. We can all help look after the environment in lots of small ways, like recycling and riding our bikes, deciding to eat less meat and using less electricity. Earth Day happens every year, just like a birthday. It sort of even sounds like a birthday. Happy Earth Day to you. Happy Earth Day to you. Happy Earth Day, Happy Earth Day. Now, let's head on over to our next story. Story number two. World Creativity and Innovation Day happened this week. So, what's that all about? Creativity. It means that you imagination something and then create it. You got it. Creativity is using your imagination to create something. And innovation? Innovation. It means like creative, like you build seatbelts, cars, and you help people. When you build something, like you make something better. Spot on. Innovation is all about improving how we do stuff. You need creativity to innovate. The two of them go hand in hand. You can see examples of innovation and creativity everywhere you go. There are small things like mobile phones and big things like towering skyscrapers. There are also things that you might not think of, like potato peelers. Maybe a chair, a desk. Very important inventions that I use every day. Creativity is important for problem solving too. You think in your mind and you find new things we haven't seen before. It's really good to get creative since it's stretching your brain. When you have a problem, you could go, I've done a mistake. What else should I do? Then you just, um, then you make it into a better thing. That's right. When we get creative with a tricky problem, we can sometimes find solutions that no one's thought of before. Okay, my creative creatures, we have reached our lucky last story. Story number one. Do you know what a dingo is? It's a wild dog and they have pointy ears. Well, a dingo is an Australian native animal. Yes, dingoes are Australia's native dogs. They've been here for thousands of years. But what if I told you that one day, about six months ago, a little dingo fell from the sky. That's pretty, um, surprising. I don't think that's true. It might sound like a fib, but I promise this actually happened. The family that found this little dingo pup in their yard, they reckon it might have been dropped there by an eagle. They took him to the vet to make sure he was okay and to do some tests, just to make sure he definitely wasn't an alien dog. And they found out that, no, not an alien. He was a true blue alpine dingo. That's an endangered species. 
Endangered means that there's not many of them left in the wild. I would put it at a sanctuary so it would be safe. That's exactly what they did. This dingo was given the name Wundi, and now he's living with other dingoes at a sanctuary where he'll be protected. Dingoes are pretty important, you know. We'd be in a bit of trouble without them. Know why? Uh, um, the food chain can't go on. Yes, good remembering. It all comes back to what we've just been learning about the food chain. Dingoes are one of those very important links. And just like that, we've reached the end of our countdown. Thank you all so much for your help and your brilliant ideas as usual. I am off to look for some fresh news stories for next week's show. Take care and I'll catch you next time. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye. Ruby. Bye.